Hola, 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 mi amigos. Soy Chris Arnold y welcome to episode 25 of the Chris Arnold Travel Podcast. As you probably guessed by my choice of language, I am still in Latin America. Many thanks to everyone who's been tuning in to hear my tales from abroad. Quick shout out to the new listeners, Suze, Yona and Jasmine, who left me a very nice review on iTunes. I've been out of the UK for almost seven months now, and during that time I thought it would be fun to not cut my hair. It kept me warm during those chilly nights right down south in New Zealand, but the tropical heat of South America has resulted in a thin layer of sweat spread across my face at all times. Some people think I'm crying, some people think I've just been swimming, but don't worry folks, it's just my perspiration. I also record the podcast under a duvet for better audio quality, so the sweating has turned up quite a substantial notch right now. I would even say that I'm reaching drenched level. Honestly, folks, there's liquid coming out of areas that I didn't even know could produce liquid. Just a little visual image for you all whilst you listen to episode 25, which is coming at you right now. At this point in our tale, myself and my travel partner slash life guru Francesca Scott have booked onto a G-Adventures tour that will see us all the way through to Lima in Peru. After travelling on our own, booking all accommodation and transport ourselves for over six months, we thought it'd be something nice to have planned in at the end. Hence, back in Rio, we were now united with a bunch of fellow travellers from all over the globe. Britain, Holland, Canada, Norway, Australia and New Zealand. Plus, our Argentinian guide and all-round great guy, Seba. As you all know, first impressions are extremely important, so I dried the sweat off my face before meeting them all. Onwards through Brazil we travelled together, our first stop being the tropical island of Ilha Grande, nowadays a gloriously chilled spot. It used to be where Brazil would send their lepers, then where they would send their prisoners, and at some point they decided to turn it into a tourist attraction. We played volleyball out on Lopez Mendes Beach and hiked through the dense island rainforest. There we found the biggest worm I'd ever seen, as well as a whole heap of marmosets and howler monkeys. The latter sounding absolutely terrifying. I felt like getting in between them all and saying, come on guys, can't we all get along? In the evenings, the island has a whole heap of restaurants to choose from, whilst local musicians play and the friendly stray dogs sniff around your feet and crotch. After Illa Grande, we spent a few days in Paraty, the idyllic colonial town with quite the Mediterranean feel to it. The streets are filled with buskers and churros vendors. Churros in Brazil, by the way, come filled with dolce de leche, which is essentially thick caramel. After feeling fairly in shape from my time hiking in New Zealand, a few weeks eating churros non-stop has unfortunately summoned the return of my fat back. We took a bus about 20 minutes out of Paraty to an area where you can slide down a big rock in a river if you're into that. Alternatively, you can do a cachaça tour in a local brewery. Cachaça is alcohol made from sugarcane and is extremely popular in Brazil. Always keen to try out the local produce, I sampled roughly 17 different cachaça flavours, got quite giddy, then felt sick and went back to the hostel for a lie down. We'd been in Brazil for some time now, and everywhere I would hear this song being played. The Brazilians absolutely love it, despite the fact it sounds like someone playing a children's Casio keyboard. While sitting in a beach hut in Paraty, I heard it for the 54th time and decided to look up what the guy was singing about. Turns out he's singing about how much his gentleman's agreement enjoys the company of a female companion. Not quite Bob Dylan worthy lyrical content, but hey, Bob Dylan never utilised the kid's Casio keyboard quite like this guy has. Our final stop in the supreme country of Brazil was Iguazu Falls, now considered one of the seven natural wonders of the world, 
alongside such other marvels as my fat back. Fat back, fat back. Iguazu Falls is not the largest waterfall in the world, but the largest waterfall system in the world. There are around 275 drops spread out over the area. 275, huh? I thought to myself. I haven't witnessed that many drops since I saw Casper and Roscoe do a DJ set in 2008. It really is quite spectacular though, so much so that we spent a day exploring the Brazilian side of the falls and a day exploring the Argentinian side of the falls. On the Argentinian side, we were informed that there was a puma on the loose that had been attacking tourists. Oh no, a puma on the loose? He'll be right after my newly resummoned fat back. Fat back, fat back. In the end, I managed to avoid being attacked. However, I stumbled across many delightful, more chilled out creatures around the area. Raccoons, tapirs, turtles, monkeys, parrots, toucans, parakeets. I felt like Dr. Doolittle, but without the criminal allegations. Hold on. So something's in my hotel room. Puma? Little bit of theater of the mind there, folks. It wasn't really a puma, just a sound effect I found online. Thanks for listening to episode 25 of the Chris Arnold Travel Podcast. If you've just joined in at this one and want more, I have 24 other episodes you can listen to. I also have a TV show that I wrote and appeared in. You can find that at coolbeansproductions.co.uk forward slash television. Hey, go easy on me. If I can't plug my own stuff on my own podcast, where the hell can I plug it? Hey, oh, oh, the, oh, the backing track ran out before I could say goodbye. Oh, this is embarrassing. Um, bye-bye.